This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. A legal challenge has already been filed to the recently redrawn congressional districts for Alabama. Plaintiffs who first launched the redistricting lawsuit are now objecting to how the Alabama legislature drew the maps. The Alabama legislature was doing so in response to the orders from a three-judge panel who required the state to redraw a map to include two majority-minority districts. Under this new proposed map, the congressional district from which Congresswoman Terry Sewell is elected would have its population of black voters be reduced to 51 percent, while a second congressional district would gain more counties and black voters and increase from 32 percent to 40. The plaintiffs say that this new congressional district, too, is not where black preferred candidates would be able to win and continues to dilute the vote. They're now asking for a special master to be assigned to draw up a new map. State Senator Tim Melson of Florence continues to recover in South Korea after he suffered a cardiac arrest. He's now listed as in very stable condition. Melson's son posted on Facebook on Sunday that his father remains on a ventilator but is improving in his condition. State Senator Melson was over in South Korea visiting with other state lawmakers and has done similar visits like this in the past. Just before the weekend, Hoover police arrested Carly Russell and charged her for faking her own kidnapping. Hoover Police Chief Nick Derzies said that by making a false report to police, Russell created panic and alarm for citizens that a kidnapper was on the loose and using a small child as bait. Russell is currently facing two misdemeanor charges, and Derzies says that many in the public are shocked and appalled at the lesser charges against Russell for her actions. Derzies says he will be appealing to state lawmakers to pass legislation in the future that enhances punishment for this type of false reporting. The Hoover police have also invited Attorney General Steve Marshall to prosecute this case. Parents in Prattville are taking their battle over sexually explicit library books to a statewide level. Clean Up Alabama is a newly formed organization that launched their website just a few days ago. It's a group of concerned parents who want to divest all public libraries here in the state from being affiliated and therefore influenced by the American Library Association. The battle first started in Prattville when parents requested that the sexually explicit and LGBTQ-themed children's books not be easily accessed by children, especially without their parents' knowledge. Parents appealed to the Prattville City Council and even Autauga County Commission for action to be taken within the libraries. This whole movement and assessment of library books has grown throughout the state, along with the realization that the ALA is behind this nationwide push for putting out sexually inappropriate books for minors. The president of the ALA, Emily Drabinsky, is a self-identified Marxist lesbian. Other states like Texas and Montana have also taken steps to withdraw their taxpayer money from going to the ALA. Alabama Senator Katie Britt is speaking out about the Senate recently passing the National Defense Authorization Act for 2024. Democrats in control of the Senate were able to take out several amendments that were placed within the NDAA over in the U.S. House by Republicans. One of those amendments would have stopped the military from funding abortions for service members. Britt says the Biden administration continues to undermine life on the taxpayer dime and is clearly attacking the longstanding federal law known as the Hyde Amendment. That law prohibits taxpayer money from funding abortions. Other 
Other amendments that were placed by the House Freedom Caucus in the NDAA would have removed DEI training within the military as well as vaccine requirements. The Senate passed a different bill with those amendments taken out, so now a conference committee will seek to find a common ground between the two. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Devin Archer, a former business partner to Hunter Biden, is set to testify this Monday to the House Oversight Committee. Archer is expected to detail how much of a part Joe Biden played in these foreign business deals that were made by Hunter when Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States. The House Oversight Committee has gathered enough evidence so far to show that these foreign meetings and deals were really had nothing to do with any type of business, but were really influence peddling schemes in which Joe Biden used his office of the vice president to help foreign entities. Over the weekend, the U.S. Department of Justice sent out a letter to a federal judge within the Southern District of New York in which the DOJ suggested that Devin Archer be located and then ordered to surrender and be imprisoned on charges not related to the House Oversight Committee's investigation. Oversight Chairman James Comer talked about the timing of this letter on Sunday with Fox Business host Maria Bartiromo. It's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in to uh, have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth about what really went on with Burisma. So, you know, I don't know if this is a coincidence, Maria, or if this is another example of the weaponization of the Department of Justice, but I can tell you this, the lengths to which the Biden legal team has gone to try to intimidate our witnesses, to coordinate with the Department of Justice, and to certainly coordinate with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee to encourage people not to cooperate with our investigation to encourage banks not to turn over bank records, to encourage Treasury not to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. It's very troubling, and I believe that uh, you know this is a- another violation of the law. This is obstruction of justice. But nevertheless, we're going to continue to move forward and try to present the American people with the facts and the truth about uh, this president and his family. When it comes to criminal charges, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky has revealed that he sent a criminal referral to the U.S. Department of Justice regarding Dr. Anthony Fauci and him lying to Congress, as well as the American people, about the gain-of-function studies conducted in Wuhan, China. Here's Paul speaking on Newsmax about his referral. It's a felony to lie to Congress. It can be as much as five years in prison. About a year ago, he came before my committee and he said, absolutely not, the NIH or his particular part of the NIH, the NAID, did not send funds for gain-of-function research in Wuhan, meaning research where you juice up and combine viruses that become more dangerous. And these are viruses that are not found in nature. And he said, we didn't do it. Well, just this last week, we got more information. There's a host of information saying he did do it. But now we have in his own words an email from February, the first week in February in 2020, where he summarizes a phone call and he says, we're suspicious that the virus looks manipulated. We're suspicious that it came from the lab. And we're especially suspicious because we know that researchers in Wuhan have been doing gain of function research. And the research he's describing is what we now know and have proof that it was actually funded by the NIH. There's a number that's attached to the research. When you write a paper for a scientific journal, you attach a a grant number showing where the money came from. So we know it came from NIH. Now he's admitted it's gain of function. I want to know when Merrick Garland's going to prosecute him. 
Also happening over in California, an illegal bio lab with connections to China was found in Fresno County. The building where the lab was set up was supposed to be vacant and unused. A garden hose that was taking water into that building was discovered, and then the property was inspected by the Fresno County Department of Public Health. They found a room being used to make COVID-19 and pregnancy tests. They also found another room with thousands of human medical samples in freezers and another room with over 900 mice that were being housed for experimentation and testing. Court documents from the investigations say that a lab worker admitted that the mice were being genetically engineered to catch and carry the COVID-19 virus. Other pathogens that were found at this illegal lab included chlamydia, E. coli, hepatitis B and C, rubella, and samples of malaria. The company running the lab has been identified as Prestige Biotech. City officials brought in several federal agencies to investigate the situation and say that the hazardous biomaterials have been safely destroyed. Donald Trump is seeking to set the record straight over a story that was put out last week in the media that suggested Trump had security footage of his Mar-a-Lago home that have since been destroyed in relation to the classified documents that he's been charged over. On Truth Social, Trump wrote that no such thing happened and that the security footage was actually handed over to Prosecutor Jack Smith, who Trump frequently refers to as deranged Prosecutor Jack Smith. Trump implied that the story was a fiction that was leaked out by Smith himself and that Joe Biden continues to investigate, prosecute, and persecute his political opposition. Trump concluded his Truth Social post saying that we are dealing with sick and evil people. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 